Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including Promised Neverland, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm Andy Potter, and today I'm joined by April Collins. Hello! And Steve Zeck. Hi! We'll be talking about the sixth episode? No, seventh episode. Seven. Seven. Seventh! Seven. Sorry, sorry, seventh episode of Promised Neverland today. But before that, you can find everything about this podcast at OverlyAnimated.com. You can subscribe to us at, on iTunes at OverlyAnimated.com slash iTunes, or on YouTube at YouTube.com slash OverlyAnimated. So yeah, this is the seventh episode, not sixth, seventh episode of Promised Neverland. Uh, it's the first day of November in the, in the show, and uh, we're things are getting more convoluted. The plan is getting, uh, I, I won't say messed up, but it's getting more complicated, and more people are getting involved in it. Uh, so uh, how'd you like yeah. this episode, April? I like this episode a lot. Um, the biggest, I mean, it was a huge crone episode. Um, I mean, I'm not really surprised, I guess, that she decided to, she wants to join forces with them. Um, what I most enjoyed about this episode is that we got so much more Emma in it. Um, and that's just something that I feel like we've been missing in the previous six is that, you know, in the first episode and kind of in the second, she was sort of a main character. And she, it's not that she hasn't been a main character. It's just that, She's just sort of been, in in my opinion, she's been more so used as, like, a plot device and is just kind of, like, driving the other characters, like, from behind the scenes. And then she's, like, doing things, but we don't see her doing things. So I liked actually seeing her, um, I guess, doing stuff and seeing all of, like, the intense emotions on her face. Like, it was just, I, I again, I will continue to praise this show and its animation and its drawing of the characters because, it, like, it just made, they changed, like, the small smallest details in the face and then it like you like see the difference in the character and their attitude um which i guess kind of tied into like what crone was going on about where like reading people is easy if you understand like changes in pupils and like this and that and like all that stuff so um but yeah i liked it. it i mean there wasn't a whole lot of action going on but there was a lot that was sort of driving the plot we also got a lot of backstory which is nice um or I guess it's backstory. I don't, I, we're getting into like the mythology of what's going on. Um, and there's a lot to discuss there, but yeah, I mean, again, like not a whole lot of action, but I'm glad that we got to see Emma more. Yeah. Emma's always great. Uh, Steve, mm-hmm. how did you like this episode? Oh, it was a good episode. Um, the big crone episode. Um, I'm shocked. We got to see her doll again. I thought he, that he, he or she was dead for sure. Um, but yeah, um, and Crony is don't judge a book by its cover because she's a lot smarter than she let on. You're able to tell like uh, when someone's hiding something or they know something. That really really surprised me when that first happened. Um, yeah, it's Crony episode. Um, yeah, like April said, we get some backstory here and stuff that I suspected all along in terms of the adult characters that they were once cattle at one point. So that kind of interesting in terms of they're not that different from our protagonists in a way, in a way. So that's good. And, uh, well, and it's just when I'm getting starting to really love Crone this episode, it seems uh, we might not be seeing more of her. So that's sad. <laughs> yeah, if, if this is the end of Crone, that's, that's pretty sad because I don't think we ever really got a full character arc. Or not like... Yeah, I guess a full character arc for her, but I'm kind of convinced that this is not the end of Crone. I think we'll have one more episode for her, and uh, but uh, I, I like this episode too. I like this episode a lot. I really liked 
the ending of it a lot. I liked how just in the span of a couple of seconds, Isabella, Isabella was a lot more creepy than Crone ever was the entire episode. Just standing there <laughs> with a knife, like, open the door, there's a there's a woman with a knife, and she's just smiling, and I'm like, wow, Isabella, wow. Uh, but yeah, and I also really liked, um, I, I don't know, there was something really creepy, but also kind of nice about Ray walking about around with a camera. Just taking pictures of people. He looked so happy. He did, but it was also like, what? Like he, you know, there's some other reason he's taking pictures because, like, I don't know. It, he he looked happy, but also I'm a little creeped out and worried about what he's doing. <gasps> oh, I, I had an I have an idea for the camera. If, oh. if if we're ready to start talking about that, because uh, sure, sure. What <laughs> what is your idea for this amazing so, camera? My idea is that Ray, because Ray doesn't want to take everyone with him. And so, uh, my idea is that he want he's, he got the camera so he could take pictures of all the other kids. For Emma? For Emma, yeah. I, I had, I had a thought kind of like that when I was watching, just like that he thinks this is a consolation for Emma, and I'm like, this is not the same thing, man. This is just not the same. It's not, but I also think, like, that, that's my guess. And then the part of me is like, okay, there must be like some other reason because that one's just like way too simple. But he he did. He looked so happy to have he that did. camera. He looked this, very happy. And this, yeah, he's so cute too with the camera. But this show, definitely, this is definitely the most sci-fi thing for me because someone in 2045 still using that camera. That's definitely science fiction. Yeah, I still have a I have a camera like that. <laughs> were Were you mad that he was like not shaking the pictures when he took them, like not shaking yeah. them around like a Polaroid's supposed to? Be He's shaking. smarter than us. They actually say you're not supposed to shake those pictures. So. You're, you're not. That's not right. I, I know. I, okay, we're not going to get into this. This is not what we're here to talk about because a lot happened this episode. Um, I, I guess we'll start from the top because I think this episode really just works if we. We can't really talk about it without talking about every little part that happens. So I think the the big thing here is Crone meets up with the kids at the end of the last episode, and it starts with her showing that she was once um, livestock or a kid on the, a farm as well. And then we cut to the credits, and then we and then she tells them about how she was essentially because she was a girl, she had the choice of going to be food or being a mom, and that seems like a very obvious decision to make. Uh, mm-hmm. But the shocking thing here is that she essentially has a bomb in her chest. So she could never leave. Apparently. Apparently. It's a very big scar. She called it a chip, but uh, it's not really a chip if it's, like, that big. Um, I mean, it could be a chip. No, Have I'm... you ever seen, like, open heart surgery scars? They're pretty big. Yeah, yeah they, they, it could be. <laughs> uh, Steve, was... Steve, how did you react to this? Or or was, yeah. Oh, I was like, oh, the bomb thing. That In a way, I'm not surprised, but another way, I am surprised because I knew that definitely had some way to keep these adults in check. Yeah. But I'm so disappointed, though, we found out uh, about her past, but we did not see really a flashback. We did not see little Crone because that would have been cool to see. Yeah, we didn't get a chance to see her younger. Yeah. But uh, I, I I don't know if we need to. Maybe 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 in the future we'll see yeah. a younger version, maybe Isabella or Crone. Yeah. Uh, April, did you already kind of kind of commented on? It, but was this kind of shocking to you? I mean, not really. They put tracking devices in kids. Like yeah. I don't, I don't think it's above them at this point to or below beneath the them because uh, what is it? She said demons. Oh, you're talking about them. So I'm just gonna mm. call them them now. Um, oh, but... that's, that's the canon name for them now. Them. Them. And him. <laughs> 
She, well, I don't know. But anyway, so I don't think that's beneath them to put, like, chips inside. Plus, that's extra security for them. Like, we've got tracking devices in kids. We've got tracker thingies to watch those kids. And then I guess <laughs> the only way to, like, keep the adults in check is to put some kind of, like, preventative. So, yeah, I can see them, like, putting a chip inside of them. And it even being more advanced where they're just like, oh, we're moving you to a new farm. Let me temporarily deactivate it, put you to sleep and then you'll wake up in a new place kind of situation Mm -hmm. so but i mean it it, like that's that seems a lot though like if you leave the farm without permission then you get electrocuted to death and if you someone kills you then it sends off a signal like that's even crazier like Um, they're they're serious about their human meat yeah you know though i don't know if isabel really had choices of who her mole would be like how that happened how she came across free but I would say if I had a choice, I would try to get a female apprentice, a female knowing these rules that you could at least offer them maybe that chance that you get to live, period, because there's only so much limits that Isabel can offer Ray because he's a boy. He can never become a mama or anything, like, gain those positions, so. I don't know if, like, they get a choice in who gets to be offered that, because they I mean, said... Cause- but- but you could just try to put, you could at least at the very least just promise them, like just make that false promise or, you know. Nah, I mean. I Ray think has I, no chance to become a mama, I'm just saying. Right, but I think that's like extra security for her yeah. is that like, well, Ray if it's can in never a boy, stick around. Ray is exactly. gone. Yeah, like Ray will never like reveal that later on in some drunken conversation that, oh yeah, I used to be a secret spy for Isabel. Or he can never reveal like um that uh that he almost helped with this escape attempt. Like that's a, a loose end that exactly. she can close for sure. Yeah, if, yeah. I think I think there's like an extra layer of security in having like a like one of the boys be your mole versus the girls because yeah. again, like I don't oh. think that Isabella or any of the moms get a choice in who like what girls get picked because Crone made it sound like it was um it was like based off scores and like something like something else. So clearly like not any choice that and, Isabella would get to play. And based, yeah. and based what we've seen from Crone and Isabella, you know, these these like moms, they were ready to backstab each other for anything, so I don't think there's really any trust or anything. Oh, no. Oh oh speaking of which, um little correction from last podcast. I I, I wanted to ask what do you guys think of Isabella and Crone as a ship. Yeah, That's what I yeah, to Steve. Yes, Steve. That's a very different thing than Crone and Emma. It's a very Sorry. different thing. Not the same. Oh my Not. god. Oh um, no, think? they could never work out because their relationship is very toxic. Yeah. Bond was the best. No, no. <laughs> There's nothing but, healthy about a toxic relationship. I, okay, okay. We're kind of moving off here from Crone, but let's 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 talk a little bit more about what Crone tells them about because I think I think the other big thing here is that she says a lot of she gives us a lot of exposition on the world. Uh, some of the things are bigger than others, but I think the big thing here is whether we trust Crone or not, whether she's telling the truth. And I think on the whole, she's telling the truth, but some of the things are a little wild that she says. Like, some of the things are pretty big, I think. Like, I think the biggest thing is that she talks about how there are humans out in the out there. There are humans that are not on farms. Like, that is probably the, like, the headliner, like, story uh, world building thing we learned this week that there are people out there that can help them that aren't this person from the book i forget their name the william minerva i think it was yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah like there's people out there that sound like they're 
they work with the demons in some way. And so that's interesting. That's an interesting thing that we're going to see when we get out there, I guess. Um, yeah. Was there anything that we learned from Crone, in your opinion, April, that was, like, really big besides, like, this or anything else? Um, I think the, like, the reveal of, like, the other humans is sort of pretty, like, kind of a big deal. Um, especially because Crone sort of suggested that there's not just females, but there's potentially males as well. Yeah. And it kind of seems like everyone has their place in this society. Like, you know, like, oh, like there's humans that prepare your food. There's humans that like make your clothes, um, and that kind of situation. So I think that's kind of like a big, like reveal that there's actually a whole society of humans mm-hmm. because one of the things that, has been sort of in the, you know, doubtful in the minds of like Ray and um, even Norman a little bit is that, you know, we don't know like what the world is like out there for humans. Like we don't know if there's a group, like a subset of people or like, you know, is everyone just on farms or that kind of situation. So I think um, that kind of helps give like a little bit of maybe more hope in Emma's eyes because she was the person who was fighting for it. I wonder where these children come from. Like, like how do they? Yeah. How do they create them? Like, if, do they have like certain males yet? Yeah. <laughs> do they have like certain males whose job is simply to procreate or what have you? I mean, or do they just use like s- sperms? Like, like do they have like test tubes? Yeah. Or, are, they, yes, are they test yeah. tube babies? Or, or like, are like or if, or is everyone really half demon? Like their male forms? Oh like, my god! <laughs> no, I would. I don't think the. I don't think that. They, them, would... Um, oh, you're gonna call the, you're sticking with this, April. <laughs> I'm sticking with it. No, because that line, like, stuck out to me so much yes. so that, like, Crone was just, like... Like, she seemed almost taken aback that she was, like, demons. But then again, like, when you think about it, like, in the eyes of a child who may not have been exposed to, you know, anything else besides, like, demons, um, assuming there's any type of religious text or whatever, or even in some of the stories that they've read that they they wouldn't be you know like they would only think to call them demons because they're not human and so it's just interesting that she she was very taken aback when they were like she was like demons like oh that's what you call them so but the biggest thing i think that was revealed is that she asked them if they if they knew about him so i'm assuming he's the head honcho of like everything but um, I I don't know. Are you sure? I I don't know. S- it could be Phil. It could be yeah. Phil. <laughs> oh, I got another Sandra, uh, something about Phil I'm into later. But um, guy talking about William and Nerva. Uh, I I think it's implied that he might have lived a long time ago. He might long since be dead. And we don't know though whose side he was on. Um, he could be an ally to humanity against these demons or against them. Yeah, like there's. There's a lot of um, – we learn a lot, but we don't get a full picture. And I think that's just, like, what this show does a lot. Like, we get we get the beginnings of an understanding, but we don't get the full picture at all. Uh, that yeah. there's people out there. Like, I, I'm – April, I'm not really as hopeful about there being people out there, humans. I'm more on the side of, like, these are just different types of slaves, essentially. Like there are Well, people- I mean, yeah, they're probably – well, all of these humans are slaves or cattle. Yeah. So that, that, <laughs> unless that's – it's gonna be I was going to say, unless that's just, like, some, like, false information that Sister Crone is feeding them. Or it's fa- but... or it could be false information that she's gotten. Like, it, yeah. like we, we don't, 
we can't really treat her even if she's telling the truth we can't treat what she knows as fact all the time because oh. she has not left the farm and andy question um yes how far are you caught up on, on attack on titan um i am you... i'm i'm not like I, i've okay. gotten pretty far in it why okay okay so i want to sure you get this truth that Maybe this this whole other section section of the world that's just humans and the demon just got this own section here where they have select group, groups of humans they can use for their cattle like like this whole other peaceful world of humans in this in this earth. Oh, you think you think it could just be like one continent continent yeah. has demons and the yeah. rest are not like there's still a mm-hmm. war going on maybe. Yeah, that that mm-hmm. could be that could be something. I don't know though. It's just. We know so little. I feel so unsure about making predictions about what's going on out in the real world right now, in the rest of the world right now. Like we, like yeah. Crone doesn't even know where they are on the world. Like they ask her specifically, "Where is the farm?" And she's like, "Where I don't are know. we?" She and just knows they're on Plant Three. So. Yeah, that's all she knows. It's kind of crazy. And I think the other big thing is here. She mentions that she's going to tell them about him tomorrow, and then they never get the chance because she's getting shipped off. So. I mean- we assume she, she's getting shipped sure. off. Yeah, like, there's also still... I still think it's in play that she sticks around and messes things up the next day. Like, she doesn't leave right away. Like, she messes stuff up. But, yeah, like, but if, if, like, the demons are planning to, you know, if they, if they are going to kill her, they're, is she too old to eat? Like, they I, eat. I, Yeah, I, I don't think they're eating her. I think she's just being sent to a different... I, I mean, uh, we can make we can make um, <laughs> guesses about that a little later. Like, but I think... I don't know if... She's necessarily going to be sent off to be eaten. Uh, so let's. let's I don't think moving. they would, though. I know. I, I think they specifically eat kids. Yeah, I think they. Yeah, I think you're right. I think they specifically need the young kids. This is like a. Except for maybe they the lower. They need them for young. the poorest of the poorest if, demons who would eat anything. What if they're? What if they think of it as like wine? They're like, oh, oh yes, like this is aged finely past drink its her? prime. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just saying, like in comparison, like yeah. they keep like the moms or whatever Sister Crone is, uh, I guess uh, sisters, um, sort of like as a aged like version of food because they they could also be under the impression that they stop like they're like okay once they hit 12 like that's that's it kind of situation but maybe like they don't even like again maybe they don't have the whole truth and so maybe like that's what's going to happen to her like that would be my best prediction is that she's going to get like shipped out to be eaten and it also could still be that just this farm is the children farm like other farms might be adults like we still don't know that for sure Hmm. um so go my your assumption april um how old do you think the grandmas are are they like just maybe 40 perhaps (laughs) probably well because like sister crone said she was 26 and isabella who's a mom is 31 i i can't believe that crone is somehow like my age that doesn't seem right in my head at all i can see it oh you, oh you can see it you can see she's it. got baby fever that's when baby Ugh. fever hits she's got that baby doll which she I, somehow still I'm has crazy. also i have to say that during that conversation between crone and emma and norman like a lot of like those sort of like jump scare kind of images. I, I don't know if jump scare is the right word, but like those like immediate flashes to like the these like cuts. sort of, yeah, the jump cuts to like, I, and I'm going to use the word grotesque, but I don't mean it. 
like in that same way, but like these sort of like grotesque like views or angles or things like that or close-ups. Like I really thought that was very well done. Yeah, they um, did. and sort of added to the like anxiety that I was already feeling during this conversation. I, I grotesque. Yeah, I agree. It's not quite the right word. Maybe just like they just stretched the faces. Like the the yeah, they, they were just um uncanny a lot of the times, but because mm-hmm. of like angles and like. They were clearly right from the camera they were using it. Just the way that it was shown to us was just very mm, yeah. not I, right. I, yeah, it was unsettling. Yes, and unsettling I, I really, I really enjoyed that because yeah. Sister Crone is a, an unsettling character to begin with. Yeah, so. and I think I, I didn't. I'll be honest, I didn't like Crone as much as Isabella at the beginning, but I really like Crone when we really contrast her with Isabella because they're just completely different types of horror. Like, Isabella's mm-hmm. showing up at the end of the episode just, like, all calm and just smiling. Like, she looks normal, but she's terrifying. And Crone just is this, like, kind of terrifying person who is terrifying. Like, they're very different ways yeah. to scare the audience, and I like that. But um, let's keep moving forward here, because we still have more to talk about. Because there's also <laughs> a scene we skipped over that where the kids talk about the fact that they don't trust Crone. And so, like, yes. this is, this is again, this I think this is when the show's at its best, when these people are um making maneuvers against each other and they mm-hmm. both know that the other knows, like, that kind of stuff. And this conversation is just peak that. Like, people are talking, they're making plans, Norman's making plans with Ray, Emma's making plans with Don and Gilda, and they all you know? know that Crone is <laughs> trying to sell them out. This and is I really like, like a, this. This is like Survivor, the enemy. Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> Survivor, the I I think something that's really um, interesting to note, too, that uh, – I. I'm like just now thinking about is that um, whenever they were uh, having the initial conversation with Crone, that Emma seemed almost okay with like selling out Ray because like the way that I guess Crone sort of outlined the deals and, you know, cause Emma was just like, well, how do we know you're not going to betray us? And so like Emma seemed to be very accepting of the fact that like Ray's like that middleman and sort of like that bait, like, yeah. well, if Ray tells, then like, surely he's going to die. And like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's I think sort that was of like, big count- tell that Emma never trusted Crone. Yeah. Cause, and, and, and she's definitely in this episode, her, towards Crone, she definitely has a very, resentment towards her like she definitely it's something i don't really think that she has towards any other character in the show ray or maybe even isabella but i don't know how she stands on her but crone just definitely like when she said like you only care about survivory surviving yourself you, you don't care about any of these children she's very like mad at her like it seemed like emma wouldn't give a couldn't give a damn if crone lived or died which I do think is kind of uncharacteristic of the Emma we know so far in the series. Yeah, that is that is kind of that is kind of strange. That like Emma Emma usually does care about stuff like that, but I think she's just becoming kind of hardened at this point. That she's like, I need to care about just the kids I can save at this point. Like, well, this is- and she has no real connection with Crown yeah. because Crone was introduced to her as you know as an enemy. And so, or at least, like, when Crone was introduced, like, it it was past, I guess, like, her her prime time for accepting people and loving them kind of situation. And so I think a lot of that has influenced her feelings towards Crone. Also, Crone is crazy. I I, I understand. But do you think, though, when you found out, though, that that these adults, that Crone was once like them, that perhaps she would... I see at least a little, like, a little empathy at the very least. No. Realizing they're all in the same boat in a weird way. I, I, I think, don't know, maybe I just think the, the difference is the fact that, like, 
Like, whereas Emma and Norman and, you know, Don and Gilda and, and quote unquote Ray, um, is that they're trying to make it better for not themselves specifically, but for other people as well. So, and I think whereas, you know, the fact that Crone told them and, she, I, and I see where Crone was trying to, I guess, appeal to that, to them and being like, Hey, like, I'm just like you, but she's not just like them because she willingly accepted what was the situation that yeah. was going on and continued mm-hmm. to play into it, um, yeah. and continues to play into it. Mm-hmm. So, and in her future plans can also continue to, you mm-hmm. know, essentially farm out the children. And I think that's where Emma loses her, like, sympathy and her empathy is because she's like you're watching this happen and you've continued like you found out this was happening you've continued to just let it happen and you're not trying to do anything to fix it like you're literally only thinking about yourself and i don't so, and in a way though isn't that no different from ray though i'm just but, i mean I, I think ray is moving in that kind of direction but i think the biggest thing here is that i don't know if it's right to condone what any of the moms have done because i mean like yeah. i don't know if you can say like hey they shouldn't have saved themselves you know what i mean like they're no, and I don't think it's that. I think it's just that, like, I don't know. I think, the- I think it, and again, we have to understand that Emma's 11. Yes. Yeah. So- I was about to say the same thing. These are kids here, so they have a different sense of, like, morality. They're more mm-hmm. simple for them than for us adults who are maybe a little more cynical or a little more thought out. Or or just, like, they they just realize, like, hey, yeah. I don't want to die myself, first and foremost. Yeah. And mm-hmm. But from a kid's perspective, that does come off as selfish. That does... Mm-hmm. I, I un, It's not that I don't understand where she's coming from, where Emma's coming from. It's a very natural thing to think. Hey, you're being selfish here. You just let right. this all happen. But at the end of the day, like, Crone just didn't want to die. And I don't think we can condone that specific action of her, no. even though she yeah. is but, kind of an evil person, or yeah, comes but off evil. At the same time, though... What could she have done? And like, like I said, yeah, no, there's, we don't yeah. know her. That's kind of the problem. We don't know her exact yeah. situation. So we can't say like she could have done this or this, but mm-hmm. I think the, what the kids think is that she could have done something more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and again, and I think the other thing, like the, the difference between Crone and Ray is that Emma knows Ray and she probably still feels like she has some type of influence over him. Um, and could potentially change the way he feels or sees things because, uh, and I think that, you know, again, they're all like extremely smart. All of these kids, like, that's one of the things like that. I always sit there and I'm like, 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 wow, these kids are so much smarter than me. But, um, is I think the, the other thing too, is that Emma knows and has accepted the fact that she's not going to be able to change Crone's mind. And, and even still, like, that shows through the fact that she doesn't trust Crone, because at any point Crone could sell her out, or sell all of them out, and then, like, it's over for them. So, and, and she knows that, because Crone's only doing this with herself in mind, and Emma's like, okay, like, I have to do what I can to protect my people, because there's still that potential. Even though she says she's not going to, I don't trust her, which she shouldn't. Crone could could in that moment could still do anything and everything to, you know, not let them escape. And she's yeah. not even trying to hide it. She's pretty much saying you're correct and not fully trust me. So yeah, it's yeah. At least she's honest, I guess. And, yeah. But I think, I think <laughs> the creepiest thing is like, cause like the, the, the idea put forward by the kids and what turns out to be right is that 
Crone wants hard evidence that they're trying to escape. And it, and I don't know if this came across to you guys, but the way I read it in that scene where they were talking about the trackers is Crone wanted them to cut off their ears so that she would have evidence that they tried to escape, which is yes. really, really creepy. Like, she was so excited for them to be like, oh, they know where the trackers are. That means I can get them to cut their ears off. She, like, she needs the skin to sew up her baby doll. Oh, God, that was April, please. <laughs> please, that was so creepy. Well, this is a creepy this episode was creepy and that was that was my first thought whenever she said that i was like she wants the skin to fix her baby doll. oh my god mm. it's, she wants a five-year baby doll uh, yeah how long how often has she broken that doll i wonder oh, yeah who knows? I, when that when the doll like its head like tilts over like that is and really... no and she doesn't even flinch she's just like i'm just holding my baby here yeah this is my baby <laughs> <laughs> but I do, I do, uh, I do think it's hilarious though that whenever like they're having that conversation with Crone and she comes to the realization that they already know about the trackers, they already know where they are, yeah. like they've already figured out a way to disable them. And I think Crone was really trying to like, buy, trying to get them to buy into the whole scalpel thing. Yeah. I think, I, I also think that Crone is one of those characters that is smart but is trying to uh, trying to prove people that she's smarter than she actually is because I think she loses a lot of ground by telling the kids that she knows that they were lying like that they like yeah like I I think that's just Crone's like biggest flaw is that she needs to be smarter like not or need to show people she's smarter not just be smarter so so probably she may have gotten good enough test scores but she probably never the top of her class and she yeah. probably definitely has that inferiority complex that yeah. same inferiority complex that don has I, I have a feeling like it's possible like maybe like there was a guy that was smarter than her but he was a, but they were a guy so they never got the chance to be a mom and she was just the smartest girl in her year or whatever and my that... i was gonna say my i guess um like interpretation of how they chose because they crone said it was based off of scores so my interpretation isn't that they the girls that they picked don't necessarily have the highest scores because then they're um they're less easy to manipulate oh that's a good point maybe and that's why emma's not being picked for to be a yeah. mom and like what's also the, you, got, you gotta have some some kind of sadistic heart too maybe emma's too pure-hearted to be a mom yeah that that, that could also be it and and also i this that that thought april gives me this thought which is maybe isabella faked her test scores to be a little lower than perfect you know what mm -hmm. i mean and yeah. maybe maybe she tricked them into thinking, hey, I'm someone who can be manipulated. And mm -hmm. then yeah. after she got out, she's just like, yeah, I can be. A sm I'm just I'm just like the smartest one here. Like that's just it. That's how she became the best far the best mom of all the farms because yeah. she's cause that's what the Crone, best farmer. Yeah, yeah, the best farmer. Like Crone Crone said that right that that she's regarded as like the best the best mm -hmm. plant owner. Like she's regarded like highly. Yeah, or at least like. She produces the best. Stock yeah, she produces. The, she is the only farm that produces food that's like for a specific demon, in a, essentially. In a way, isn't that sort of story of our society in terms of women sort of had to hide maybe their intelligence a bit, had to dumb themselves down just a little bit so the, the male-dominated world don't feel, like, insecure? Isn't ain't that the truth? I think, if anything, that's just a small nod <laughs> to that world that we live in. But, I mean, it's also like that's... a coming of age where... Like, and, women aren't aren't told, in, you know... And, and the only demons we've seen are male demons, like... Do we know their gender? No, we don't Well, know. they're male we voices. 
We, do we, they have? Do they have gender? I guess there's the assumption, like that. I mean, Crone said him. I assumed the him was a demon, but I guess yeah. that's not necessarily true. It could not be. It could just be like a head human. Yeah. It could be grandfather. Oh my god. <laughs> oh. Great grandfather. Yeah. Granddad. Granddaddy. <laughs> oh no. I should have said it. Um, let's let's finish up the Crone conversation real quick here. Let's okay. talk about her. Uh, Finding "quote unquote" hard evidence underneath uh, Ray's nightstand, which yeah. I do not buy at all. For the record, I don't. Th- I think it is totally faked. Yeah, it's totally one hundred percent fake. fake. I, I, it could be, especially because like they have that moment where they're like smiling. Uh, yeah, they're like smiling because they know that they planted it. Yeah. And th- I will admit there was a small tiny part of me that was just like, she's gonna find the underground yeah, race stash. The floor- she's gonna find the floorboards. But they left. Right. What I what I bet is they left the note on top of the floorboards that they move, so she would see the note and then just ignore the floorboards underneath. It. Oh yeah, for sure. So I she she thought she found that. the secret thing, but it's not. So my does here's my thought because I was trying to think about the size of it, and I wonder if they um like left a picture. Oh, they like took a picture of something and then mm-hmm. folded it up. That that and then like folded it because I was trying to remember how big the picture was that like Ray had taken. It was, it was smaller than the note she opened. Was yeah. it? Cause, well, because I was trying to think about it whenever Isabella was holding it. Well, cause because she, the, the problem is that she unfolded it multiple times. Like it it, it unfolded oh. once, then it unfolded a second time, and so like yeah, I don't know. It, it's possible oh. like there's a picture inside it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, I I want to know what it but, was, whatever but, they faked, because yeah. they definitely faked something. Yeah, I'm interested too. And also in this moment, Steve's favorite character, Phil, comes in and asks Crone what she's doing. Oh, yeah. Well, before we get there, I just want to say um, <laughs> before we get to Andy, Phil, Andy, um, I know you. Well, interesting character I want to compare Crone to. You know who she reminds me of? Starscream. Starscream. Okay. This yeah, is... she's sort of a furry complex, and Isabella's like sort of the Megatron. Her Megatron, just she's just. Frustrated, we're trying to get one over, and she can never just get past to her her are station. We, we're talking. Are we about, saying that Isabella is a good guy because I'm I'm for this. No, 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 no. Uh, this is a Transformers reference. Uh, yeah. April. This no. is this is. I, I'm not going to trans. I don't know why I'm even going to try. Transformers. Okay, okay, like, we're not going to do this reference here. Steve. I, I <laughs> get what you're saying. You I, see, it, I see. The, I see the comparison, but I don't know if Transformers has enough overlap with Promise Neverland to have a full conversation here, Steve. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. She might be that trope. That trope of a yeah, character I, that I, just oh, it, just, oh, we just can never get a break. Just trying her hardest, yeah. but she's just not as smart as someone else. Yeah, it's definitely a similar trope. But um, yeah, did. Yeah, but your 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 boy Phil came in here, Steve. Oh yes, I got something like. And it's just suspicious though. Um, Crone encounters Phil, and then next thing she gets shipped out. You don't think perhaps Phil, the mastermind Phil, might have something to do with that? Oh my so God. I'm curious. <laughs> okay, because I have so many different theories and ideas. Because whenever Isabella gets the camera or that package, which has the camera in it, you also see the note that she then later gives to Crone. So I'm wondering like what, like if Crone, like what exactly that letter is, because yeah. in my heart of hearts, I want her to be shipped out to be eaten, but Whoa, I'm wondering really? if it. Whoa. Whoa. You are harsh. You're just as harsh as Emma is. <laughs> I can't help it. Um, But 
it like I'm just curious because I I noticed that upon like my second watch through was that that note was already in there. So like they've written it be oh they had they'd written it before the reveal at the end of the episode. Yeah, huh. because it came with it came in that package that Isabella got with oh, oh, sorry, sorry, uh, sorry, Ray's okay, camera. Not, not, the, not the note Ray wrote. It's the note yeah. that um. Isabella mm-hmm. gave Crone. I apologize. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, the one with the seal on yes, it. Yes, the one that with the, so, one with the one with the knife scene. The knife scene. That was such a good scene. That was such. A, it was like only like maybe thirty seconds long, but it was so good. Oh, oh my! Sorry. My first reaction right there is, uh, Crone. I good news, Crone. You get to go to the ball. Yeah, I I think, <laughs> I think the big. I I get what you're saying now, April. Like it seems that this her being shipped out is not related to Crone teaming up with the kids yeah that it, i it, it seems like it's something else has come up and, and mm-hmm. it's unclear whether it's actually something isabella has done but what else was in that package was it just the camera i i couldn't really make out much in the package there was the no and then like the box that i assumed had the camera yeah. in it but was that and it? I, it's like the package I was think bigger that... than that though i don't know well look film is big okay yeah, it, it might be a lot of film you're right mm-hmm yeah, but um, I think the interesting thing here is then also that Crone goes back to her room and talks about what's in the note. Like, we haven't talked about that. Like, she said, how did they know this about Isabella? Like, it seems like there's something actually in there that the kids mm-hmm. shouldn't know. And so it must be something that only Ray knows and hasn't told anybody else. Mm-hmm. Which is just more uh-huh. infuriating that we don't know what's on the note still. But what could Ray possibly know, know. that, like, what, he's Isabella's son? It- I don't know. <laughs> I, it it I, almost feels like it's supposed to be related to the camera. You know what I mean? Like, it yeah. feels yeah. like it has to be related to that. Mm-hmm. Well, after you those Ray's keeping any more secrets here, Emma's going to do something terrible to the poor boy. Yeah. She warned him. Yeah. She just felt like people working behind her back, she, or her friends working behind her back. She gave her one strike. She gave her one chance. You're not getting a second chance. It's not three strikes. It's two strikes, and you're out. Yeah. So... So before we move on from Crone really quick, because I think we've covered most of what she did, I want to talk about a couple of interesting shots that Crone has this episode. Uh, first up, we have when the kids go up to knock on her door, and the camera pans up and then, like, tilts to keep her head, to keep Crone's yes. head, like, straight up and down on the screen. That That's is a, like, that is I was going to say, I was going to say, that was, like, one of those, like, it was, like, one of those initial, like, unsettling, like, odd, like, camera kind of movement, but you know what I mean? Like... Why yeah. are we going at it at this angle kind of it's, situation? It's these kind of things that I, I think is what makes me like this show so much. Cause it's just like, it's not something they needed to do, but it's just, it's, and it doesn't, it's not that much work to make this thing happen, but it makes the whole scene kind of work and like adds to the air, like atmosphere what's happening mm-hmm. here. Like it really feels like they're putting a lot of thought and work into, into making sure the, like they're using all the tools in the toolbox, which I feel like anime doesn't always do. And I really love it. Yeah, no, I really liked that. There was, um, like, that one. I think the one after that is the one where they have the CG house and we're, like, just following, like, Crone walking through the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Towards, towards the, to find the note. Like, that one was, I think that was very, um, striking. The, the really, um, the, uh, it, again, it was super subtle what they were doing, but, like, when Crone was walking up to Emma and Norman. Yeah. In the bedroom and, like, all they have is like the close up of their their faces, but you can see them like slowly like shifting their gaze up. 
And so, like, again, super subtle, but, like, very, very effective. Yeah, and, like, like pays we... off for the scene. Yeah, the scene is shot so that we're always seeing Crone looking down and we're always seeing the kids looking up. So it mm-hmm. always makes us feel intimidated by her. It's very, it's very well shot. Mm-hmm. And I also I like the shot where we have the wide shot of her, like, holding the tracker. So we really get a sense of how far the kids are standing away from her. Away from her. And they're, yeah. like, keeping close to the door. Like, yeah. they're not... It, there's a like, lot being shown here with just body language, which is very impressive. Mm-hmm. Sorry, well, again, cut. like, that was, like, the conversation yeah. that, or, like, her, the point that she brings up. And so I think that the shots that they did, like, emphasized that, like, her making that point. Yeah. Um, and even in, like, like, the moment of them being absolutely, like, terrified and then her... um. Like, saying, like, I'm reading you essentially, like, a book right now. Like, even then you can tell that they're so terrified they can't even compose themselves. Because one of the things that, like, whenever we did have Emma, like, moments are in the beginning is her, like, composing herself. Yeah. Like, constantly and putting on this show and putting on this, like, face. And in this moment, she's so horrified she can't even do that. And not even Norman can, who's, like, cool as a cucumber. Yeah. Um, he can't yeah, do it. I- Sorry, I think go ahead, though, if eventually they're going to have to kill the adults, I just think Crone is a good opening act for them that really because they have no emotional connection to her and she doesn't know them as well as Isabella. So she'd be good something to, you know, to level one before you get to the next level with Isabella. So, yeah, there's. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's just an enemy. Like I said, we, we yeah. said before, she's just a plain enemy. There's no there's no like complex relationship there's no complicated relationship between yep. them and crone so they could just not hold back not feel any guilt yeah but i mean there is that thing where and it's again it's whether crone's mm-hmm. lying or not that if yeah. she dies it gets sent to the headquarters and it's maybe yeah. she's just lying about that maybe it's not true but maybe um, there is no headquarters i mean i think there's a headquarters i think we've there's seen it lies. we've seen it before though yeah isabel's talked to somebody so there must Grandma. be a headquarters yeah haven't we seen the like one like demon meeting or yeah but we don't know uh, if that's headquarters or not we yeah. don't know what we just know that's a place we don't know yeah. anything to do with it that could have just been them chilling in someone's yeah. living room they're, they're, that's just a sleepover <laughs> so there's no like sleepover <laughs> so there's no like cattle like kids farm incorporated <laughs> no yeah. i don't think that look i think that they have a far more sophisticated society to where they don't need to rely on um, corporations and businesses in order to get their food. Oh, okay. So the, it's all, it's all, um, it's, it's, all, it's all family really run. advanced. Like, oh, okay. So there's no, like, there's no, they don't have their own Tyson. So it's really, no, they don't need that. So there's it's all no just very communist. Mons- Monsanto oh, okay. or. There's no Colonel. There's no KFC. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> let's see a demon version of Colonel Sanders. I, okay, I love this conversation, but let's let's keep moving through the episode. Uh, I think before we move on to like actual like story stuff, I want to talk about one other shot I really I think really stuck out with me, and that's the uh, one where we get the midnight um the clock ring midnight, and we, oh, yeah. we sit there and we go through the house, and it feels very final for some reason. Like it feels like this is a turning point almost of the show. Mm-hmm. Like it a, also incorporates that like time element yes. that we've like we continuously see in every episode, like the ticking of the clock, showing like clock, you know, clocks, like the tracking devices looks like a stopwatch, like yeah. And, so 
I thought that was, I agree that that it seemed very like this is where everything kind of changes. And then, it kind of does because we're heading into like the final episodes of the season. And is, and Crone's being sent out and Isabella like marks off the calendar and says it's almost time. Like it feels like Isabella is lying to these kids about when they're being shipped out. Like that's uh, what this feels yeah. like to me. That, yeah, this episode went out. I'm like worried about it. I thought there was going to be, that was going to be the cliffhanger to reveal yeah. that this just shipping coming much more sooner than I expected. So yeah, mm-hmm. it almost, it almost feels like Crone's being sent out, and when Crone is sent out, that's when the shipment's gonna happen. Like, they're gonna... Oh, like, all in the same movement? That yeah. would be smart, though, like, for the demon's sake. Like, why send two... Two things ...different there. trucks? Like, or... like Isabel just be like, hey, you're, come, you're bringing a truck to take out Crone, just take the kids when you come for her. When you come to? Yeah. We should also... We also need to talk about how they decided to move up the date... Yes. ...for escaping... Yeah, because so. because they have all the tools now, they can just go. Mm-hmm. And I kind of wonder, this kids are smart enough. This really is the same thing we are that the shipping day is not set in stone. That it could easily be a trap. So yeah, yeah. Well, I'm I've never been convinced. I I'm still convinced that Isabella lied to Ray oh, about yeah. the shipping time. I I am convinced that it's happening in November. There's no especially way especially because we know for a fact that. Emma, Ray, and Norman are being collected in the... It was November, right? Or was it December? I think it was December, because it was two months. It was December. I'm still, like, utterly convinced that that's the ship date. Everyone? It hasn't changed at all. Unless, of course, like, this note reveals that, you know, with Crone leaving, that they're going to decide to pull, you know, the three kids at that time as well. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's a liar in this show. Yeah. Maybe Emma. (laughs) Everyone else is just, like, they're hiding something. Like, they have, like, half-truths and everything. Yeah. It's, there's, there's a lot of just people making moves behind everyone's back. Um... Yeah, I don't it know. Is Survivor. Any, I don't know if there's any really big other. Was there any other else big you guys would want to talk about? Because I think most of it we covered. Because Crone was just the centerpiece of this episode. Oh, the so the tracking device. You want to talk about more of that? Sure, let's talk about. Well, it. Well, I thought it was very interesting because she said that it only reveals a single person's location, and you don't know who that person is. Did it say single person? I thought it said it. Well, it, it only had one dot on it. But that's because everyone was in the house. Because everyone was on, on top of each other. That makes sense. But like. I, but I it's unclear. Know. I agree it's unclear. It's mm-hmm. really unclear. But I thought that was like an inter. Well, I feel like they wouldn't lie to her about how the tracking device works. Yeah. And I mean, she could lie to them. But again, like based off what we've seen, it doesn't seem like it's one of those things like, oh, well, if you zoom in on the map, then you yeah. can see all of the individual dots versus one big one. I, I just read it like if they're more spread out, it's more clear that there's someone like on the far side and close to the house. That's how I read it. But I mean, again, like I said, we're not given a clear picture That's <laughs> at all true. here. You never know. I, I think we're always just we're, we're, <gasps> we never have the full picture of anything. What if Norman takes a picture of the tracking device with all of the kids is on there or not Norman Ray. And then he super glues it into Isabella's tracker so that she <laughs> believes that all of the kids are in bed. Oh, like they, Oh, oh that, that'd be good. Like he takes, mm-hmm. Oh man. I, I still want them to all cut off their ears and like leave them for Isabella somewhere. Oh, just, just no! Just leave a pile of ears for Isabella somewhere to find. What if so? I don't know. I'm I'm really sad that like the the tracking devices aren't the tattoos on the neck because yeah. that would make so much sense. It, it mm. still feels like I guess we haven't talked about this still. Like, we haven't really like expanded on this. It has it, some it, meaning. Oh, go ahead. 
I think that definitely those numbers mean something. So yeah, well they're not birthdays. I no. already figured that one out. No, yeah, we talked. We figured that out. It, it's it it just it feels like is that like a lot number? Just yeah. test score numbers? No, it can't. No, be. it's no. not test scores because that would have to change whenever <laughs> not, they retested. And the numbers aren't very close to each other, are they? Like they're not like similar. They're not like numerical well, going one up at a time. Just be serial like. numbers. Yeah, I, I think I feel like it, they're like lot numbers or something because. Yeah. Because I was thinking about them in terms of like dates, mm-hmm. and and then like I was comparing it to like like because Norman and Emma and Ray are all the same age, and so when I was looking at their numbers, I was like, okay, well their last two numbers aren't the same, which would suggest that they were born in the same year or even you know like something along that those lines. But their numbers are too far apart or too like different, so I. I was really hoping they were the tracking devices. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yeah, it, so it, now I'm just taking them as like lot numbers. Yeah. Like, oh, like Emma came from test tube baby lot number test one. Tube baby. <laughs> what if uh, Emma and Norman are siblings and Norman doesn't know it because he has a crush on Emma and ugh. I'll never see that idea. <laughs> no, no, I'll never be okay with that. <laughs> yeah. I watch enough anime, stuff like that happens all the time. Yeah. It I, I hope that isn't what happens here. I, I, I would hope so. Um is there anything else but again, does anything else happen here? we have the conversation with Ray and Isabella when he gets the camera, where he takes a picture of her smiling, and it almost feels like a nice moment. Like when he when he, he leaves does, and he like but what I find interesting is that he leaves the picture behind yeah. her. Like he's cause especially after he says like Oh, I've been so like fascinated by this. And if I, and she's just like, your final gift is a camera. And he's like, yeah, like this is super cool. And he like takes a picture of her, but then he leaves it behind. It's, it's almost as if to say, like, I don't want any memory of you, like ever, like when I leave yeah, here. Yeah, like it, I'm going to be leaving you behind, kind of mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah. It, it, it feels symbolic and it also feels like she gets what he's saying. And mm-hmm. I, I don't know. She looks so nice and happy in the picture. It's just. Well, I think she. Well, I don't know. I feel like it's another one of those things where she's like, oh, well, I'm glad in your final days I could make it nice for you by I getting always, you a camera. I always <laughs> thought that, Isabel, like from the beginning, that that's why that's how she justifies it to herself that I'm just going to make life as happy as possible, even though you're all going to die. Like, yeah. Like, what's wrong with that in her yeah, mind? And, and, and I still which, think we need to get a full confirmation on that from the show. Which because, is why I... Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, which is why I think Isabel is a character a little more... Even though she's definitely... I think she's more scary than Crone. She's a little more easier to sympathize with if yeah. you can think that. I hope we get... I hope now that we're like Crone has been had this episode, I hope Isabella gets more focused again. Because I feel like she's been off to the side for a while here. Like, I really I want like- to hear more. But I'll, I like, I continue, like, I continue to like the, I guess, the um, mystery behind Isabella. Yeah, no, no, it's a good mystery. Yeah, I think it's a good mystery, and I, I like, like, what they've done with Isabella so far, I like. Like, I'm not unhappy with how they've portrayed her, or, like, any of that situation, because, like, Again, like this isn't Isabella's story, and it's not really Crone's story either. And so, but like we use Crone in order to get, um, you know, more information, and I like that. But I don't like, and I we kind of talked about like, oh, like Crone's backstory. I'm like, I don't want Crone's backstory. I don't no. care. 
I, I, I don't agree with that. But, uh, but what I do want, though, is I think I still want an episode that's equally heavy on Isabella as it is on Crone here. Well, say what you want about Crone. I do want Isabella backstory. I... Yeah. I, I, I yeah. think I don't need it. I don't, I, think it I don't need it either. I I, 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 I like that. It's one of the things that, like, I don't know, like, turns me off of shows is whenever, mm-hmm. um, and this is just any show is, um, you know, when we're so, like, like, it's supposed to be about the main characters. And, yeah. like, when you, when I start to sympathize with, like, the enemy of the main character, like, that, that makes it hard for me. Because you know? They're yeah. not. They're not the person that I'm supposed to be like yeah. sympathizing. Well, I, I, you I know, disagree no, on that, April. I'm okay with sympathizing, sympathizing with the villain. What I can't stand is when we get backstory and it doesn't actually make a character better. You know what? what I, you know, I don't like though. Which is very shonen is we don't get like any like backstory anything on a character until just before we're gonna kill yeah. them off. Yeah, no, that's like, that's for, a very anime thing. That's and very I, cheap. And I think it's another failing of anime where they feel like they need to give us backstory of everybody and i think some characters just work better when you don't know everything about them because some ambiguity is good yeah and i think isabella like is a good character to not have any like like the ambiguity is perfect for her i'm I'm okay because she's 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 our real like villain of the of the show if yeah. that makes any no sense. And, I, and i'm okay with that and i like that and I, I honestly like i would prefer if like the only more backstory we get on isabella is like in a couple seasons we learn more about like the farm like the the moms in general you know what i mean like we learn about them just the process yeah and then we mm-hmm. can look back on isabella and see like oh that's what she was doing like that's we can mm-hmm. we can put yeah. her onto things we've learned but we don't learn about her to learn about moms in general, like if that makes sense. I like that idea better because, like, just I feel like learning her backstory just might take away from her. I think they can do it well. I'm not saying that's impossible. I'm just saying it's a risky move. And it's and maybe, risky, and I, I again, I just would rather not take it. Yeah, and I I don't know if it's worth the risk because I mean, like, there's yeah. so many other balls in the air right now Especially that we need to take care of. If I think they're gonna, if they do, it probably would be cliche that yeah, she was the Emma of her generation of her time, yeah, and, and she, I, I I don't know if I like that. I don't that's know. If that's so tropey. It is. And 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 again, they could do it well. I'm not trying to say yeah. that. I'm just saying like I've seen shows go down this path before, and it be not great, but. I I don't know if that's fair to this show because it does it does a lot of things different from other anime in terms of the way it just does everything with the show. Um, mm-hmm. I think we're gonna start wrapping up here. Do you have any final thoughts here, April? Um, I'm I'm curious to see like what is actually gonna happen to Crone for yeah. once. Um, because again, I mean, I haven't had a, a huge interest in Crone just other than the fact that she's crazy. Um, so I'm I'm really like eager to figure out what her true fate is and how that ties into everything else. Um, I'm also just really hoping that we see more of Emma taking a lead instead of like Norman and Ray, especially as we approach like the final episodes of the season. So, and maybe we'll try to escape. Who knows? Maybe it feels like we're getting, it feels like we're getting really close to escaping. I feel like we're going to like Dragon Ball this. I I think it's going to be the season finale at this point. I was starting to think it might be earlier than the season finale, but it's starting to look like it's going to be the season finale. But anyways, Steve, do you have any final thoughts? I wonder if this is just for Krondo. Is she, we know how crazy she is already. Is she going to do something drastic? Like something that she puts in a corner. If If she feels like she's got nothing left to lose, she is very dangerous at this point. Yeah. So uh, interested in what happens there and see more like if we can finally have all of our protagonists on the same page, no more 
No more lying. No more like have their own little plan behind the other person's back. Um, I, it's all right for the villains to be that way, but can our heroes be a little better than that? Let's all be a team here. Yeah, let's let's see them all work together to do some stuff. Yeah, this was this was fun. Um, I'm excited to see where we go. I'm excited to see if we have any more with Crone here. I'm excited to see if we start with um, scouting next episode at the very least. I want to see what's on the other side of that wall. And oh yeah, yeah, because because we still have to do that. We have to do that before they try to escape April. But um, but uh, Isabella has a plan, and that cannot be good for our heroes. That just cannot be good. So, anyways, you can find out all the info of this podcast at overlyanimated.com. You can join us on Discord to text chat about animation at overlyanimated.com/discord, and you can support us via Patreon at patreon.com/overlyanimated. Thanks to all our current patrons, especially our patron of the podcast, Damien, aka Diamond Day, and thanks as always to our patron executive executive producers, John, Ryan, Steve, Alex, and Hugh. Uh, do anything else coming up soon? We have Gen Lock coming up uh, oh. this weekend as well. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't have any movies coming up though. Uh, oh, we oh, might we have, have some, we might have something for How to Train Your Dragon three. Oh, but we got Star. Star coming. Star's not till later in March, yeah, but we did yeah. just have um. Dragon. Prince. We did just co- Yeah, we just had Dragon Prince coverage off of um Netflix. Totally different show. Um, definitely a lot Lego? happier. But it's made uh, by a lot of people from the Avatar team, so I think there's some some crossover there with this fan base. And then we just had a podcast. I only know this because I'm on, like, all of these podcasts. Um, And then we also just had Lego Movie 2 coverage, Mm -hmm. so check that out. And um, we did just kind of get out of a huge, like, ladybug burst. I don't Um, think a lot of ladybug crossover with this. No, they're not the same either, but it doesn't Um, hurt to pitch anything, right? I I, I just, um, I'm just begging you. Um, the people here listening on the comments don't spoil this sh- show here. Don't leave yes, comments yes. that very spoilers if you read a manga. We're, please. We're, getting oh, yeah. to, we're getting close to the uh, end of this season. We're getting close to I assume maybe a it, big reveal. Maybe it's so, to the point here that you guys shouldn't read the comments. Yes. It, 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 so just please, please be mindful that listeners, we are not following the manga. We don't know what happens next. So please well, do speak not for yourself. Us. Well, okay. Sorry. Steve knows what happens. <laughs> but but April and I and a lot of other co-hosts that are yeah. on here don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> and we're just here for the ride and we're, we're enjoying it. And we'd really appreciate it if you don't spoil us. I'm so, really for your comments. I'm sorry. Yes. You guys are great. <laughs> no, you guys have some great comments. You guys have been great so far. But yeah. just, I, I, Steve's right. It's not bad to reiterate, like, hey, please don't spoil us. At the very least, warning. Just say, uh... This could be a spoiler. This could be yeah, a spoiler. If you, if you warn us so that we have time to like not read it, like that's yeah. fine. Like I'll just be like, oh, yep, not reading this comment. But just you guys have been great so far. Like you guys are being very mindful of the fact that we don't we have not we don't know what's gonna happen. So thank you very much. Uh, and anyway, thanks for listening, guys, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. So long. <laughs>